0: Hey, folks, thanks for coming back to the Mad Tech Decisions podcast. On today's episode, we talk about shadow IT and how to prevent it with Uri Haramadi, the CEO and co-founder of SaaS management platform, Tori. Uri and I talk about factors that contribute to shadow IT, how it has gotten worse over the last two years, and steps IT can take to get it under control. Before we get to the new, Before we get to the interview, Here's a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google. Hope to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now, here's Yuri. All right, we're now welcome on Uri Haramardi, the CEO of Tori. Uh, Uri, thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, um, so we're talking about um, shadow i t and I think it's an issue that a lot of um, organizations and the right i t leaders have been dealing with over the last um, two years, and it's you know it's been got just been getting worse um, with all of this um, uh, technical debt that we're seeing over the last two years. Um, so you know what are you seeing that's that's leading to uh, shadow i t recently?
1: Yeah, so shadow IT is not a new problem, right? It's been here. I've been there for a long time, pretty much ever since we started uh, bringing our own devices. Um, but it's accelerated, mm. and especially in the last two years of the pandemic. What we've seen is that around 75% of the apps are being purchased outside of IT. And when everyone went remote, uh, it's much easier today. Just start using a tool instead of talking to someone next to you. Right. And software companies are taking the approach of bottom-up approach or just sign up, start using it and either for free or very small payments. Mm-hmm. And you see more and more of uh, tools that are being purchased and managed outside of the IT. Definitely it's increasing.
0: Right. And, and you know, why do you think that is? I mean, I, th- I think part of the reason is that just, you know, these um, you know, uh, SaaS apps are, very easy to manage. It's easy for any industry to manage. Um, you know, uh, why why is this difficult for IT to get their hands around?
1: Yeah. So the thing with shadow IT, um, we used to show to see it as a very difficult and uh, disturbing problem. Uh, and in the last few years, there's a change and a shift of the approach towards shadow IT. I'm not saying it's a, it's a good thing to have uh, applications being managed outside of your um, view or capabilities to control. But the thing is with shadow IT, that there is something positive about it. That The positive thing is that people are trying to use better software and better technologies mm-hmm. to do the work better, right? They want to find new solutions. They care about what they're doing. And companies understand it. Companies are realizing that we need to be enablers of these innovations and let every department uh, bring the innovation and technology, rather than for us to choose it in a centralized fashion.
0: So, how does this impact, um, you know, a company's operations, um, you know, including their their IT staff?
1: Yeah. So, the the downside or the bad side of Shadow IT can come from three different parts. One of them can hurt collaboration, right? You are using Asana, another team is using Monday, and mm-hmm. another, the third team is using Trello, uh, and nobody is collaborating on the same tool. Right. Another part, you have more, um, it's less efficient operationally because you're either saving, you're, not, you're wasting uh, money of tools that you are the company is paying for while other people are using different software for the same purpose, right? And it takes more and more time from the IT and finance and procurement to manage all these different tools, either if they are under their control or not. And the last part is obviously security and risk, right? You don't know where the data is going. Not everyone is educated enough Um To understand what it means to upload information to certain app or not, and it's really easy to connect these days, right? You're connecting software and integrating software in a click, Um, and sometimes it's not clear for the end user what data is now compromised. Right.
0: Um. So, what does this do to you know it it budgets? Is it you know? Hard to kind of keep tabs on your budget when end users are just, you know, deploying all, all of these different SaaS apps?
1: Yeah, so it's a very interesting trend because <laughs> traditionally uh, IT were the owners of the systems budget or the applications budget. Now there are different trends and uh, companies are trying to adjust to this new decentralized environment, and some of the systems budget is going to the departments mm. um, and to the, the business units, right? So, it's it's becoming hard for the IT even to forecast and plan what is our what our stack is going to look like in the next quarter and the next year, because when they are planning, at the same time, you have uh, shadow IT tools that are growing within another department or another part of the company that they are even not aware of. And then someone comes to the IT after you have 50 people using a certain tool, hey, I need a license, and now there's decision because you never heard about this tool.
0: So how can an organization get shadow IT under control? What are what are the steps
1: involved there? So I think there the are two parts to that. Um, one of them is obviously the visibility, the visibility and uh, mapping and to have it automatic, like something like touring that automatically maps everything that you have uh, and everything that is being used in the company. Um, once you have the visibility, it's, not uh, it's not enough because there's too much information, right? And I can tell you that we have companies like one of our customers, Piper, that on their first date already discover 600 apps that have been used in the company. Mm. Uh, and that's a huge amount to handle. So the other set, the second part is to streamline operations and, and create a workflows around it. From ownership, automatically assign ownership, or even automatically uh, send a questionnaire for the first person using a tool. Uh, And that's, for example, one of our most popular workflows in regards to Shadow IT. When someone is using uh, a tool for the first time, uh, they get asked by the IT automatically, are you going to integrate it with any of our systems? Are you going to pay for that? Are you going to upload PII? Things like that. And if uh, they answer yes for some of these questions, then the IT would say, all right, stop right there. You need to talk to InfoSec or if they don't, so they can tell, uh, okay, you can use it for two weeks to your evaluation and then uh, let us know what you decided and we will move forward for there, from there. And that's kind of the more enabling method of, I'm still in control, but I'm not trying to be uh, the one who is blocking everyone.
0: Um,
1: and these are, are
0: um, those, those adjustments are, are relative to, of uh, this new uh, you know, hybrid work model that, that we're in these days? Um, and that's, that's applicable across that hybrid environment?
1: Yeah, I think uh, it was there before when hybrid or remote, but uh, the remote environment in the pandemic just accelerated everything. Um, and we've seen it firsthand, right? So we measure and we have a lot of data about the trends in, in the SaaS industry and usage of apps. And I can tell you that before the pandemic, companies uh, used on average, 14 new apps every single month Mm. and what what we've seen is during february march of 2020 when everyone went remote this number increased and to around 30 new apps three zero new applications every single month it's a crazy number now it's stabilizing this new normal at about 20 new applications every single month so it did accelerate everything and everyone is looking for better solutions and more solutions to do my to get my work better. And it's harder to have more discussions and more decisions about uh, what systems to use. So people are just starting to use whatever and just gonna tell you, yeah, I decided to use this one. It works for me or it didn't work for me. I'm testing it. Um, can you talk more about
0: the, the security implications of- of shadow IT and obviously if you don't know what tools your end users are using um, you don't know uh, where you're exposed or or where the vulnerabilities are in your environment can you talk a little bit more about that
1: sure so there are a couple of couple of reasons or risks around uh, shadow IT that involves security both security audit compliance one of them obviously is where data goes Right today with GDPR and the awareness that we have around uh, um, the control over data, user data, customer data, it's more important than ever uh, to understand the data flow. And once you have shadow IT, uh, even if it's uh, you know project management tool, uh, one employee may upload their customer information just as part of a spec or something like that, and some of that some of it is sensitive information, PII, and nobody knows about it and Mm -hmm. at that point you are not compliant or you then you don't have control over your uh, data that's one thing the other thing is uh who's vetting these the level of security of these vendors right when someone is using a new vendor from uh wherever and in whatever standard without talking to anyone uh nobody actually vet them and when you have the the official process sometimes infosec will get in the process or do. Uh, vendor evaluation or vendor assessment for the security risk. So you might end up with a, a vendor that is very that has very little um, security risk and that's a uh, security level, and that's a risk. And obviously the last one is the integration between systems. Integrations, so you have data flowing between systems automatically and the levels of permissions, sometimes it's clearer, sometimes it's less clear. Uh, and it's very easy to integrate tools today uh, even outside of the IT or outside of the admins, um, and you pretty much get your data everywhere. Right. And these are some of the risks. There are more risks around operations and and even workflows and and breaking processes.
0: Great, um, I think that answers the the questions I had. Um, unless there's anything else that you think you, you know we need to touch on that we haven't
1: yet. Yeah, I think the uh, the entire notion of shadow IT, it's there's the good, the bad and the ugly, right? And the ugly is obviously the risk. Um, the bad is when these things uh, are starting to happen, but the good part of it is people care about um, promoting their, their technology. People care about doing their job better right. and, and companies need to find the right way to support them. and And, to embrace these new technologies using the business units, right? And today part of it is Shadow IT, but uh, with the right processes of both the understanding the visibility and every single time and understanding an ongoing mapping of your stack and automating your processes and streamlining your processes, you're actually gonna do better work in embracing these new technologies and accelerate your usage of these technologies.
0: Is is shadow IT, um, you know, as simple as IT? Did there just being a disconnect between IT and and, and end users, um, you know, are, is IT listening to end users enough?
1: It used to be that reason in the past, but now with the proliferation of SaaS, mm-hmm. it's just not possible anymore because you have hundreds of tools. The IT can no longer be the expert of every single tool. If you think of departments like uh, finance or HR when you have uh, a tool for accounts payable and a tool for invoicing and another tool for collecting and another tool for calculating uh, whatever, um, it's no longer the idea can no longer be an expert. And there's so much, uh, the speed of adoption is so fast that you need to build these right processes and automations uh, to cope with it instead of just uh, um, adding more and more and more people to cope with all this software. Uh, So that IT can focus on the really strategic decisions and not just uh, evaluating every single tool that is coming in uh, and everyone just uh, touched.
0: Great. Um, Uri, uh, thanks very much. I uh, appreciate you um, hopping on the
1: podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for hosting me. Of course. Great. All right. right. Uh,